Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Thoughts from Your Gal Pal podcast. My name's Clara. I'm the gal behind the thoughts. Um, as always, there is an open invite to be a guest on this show. We are in the neophile, neophyte, neophile phase, um, and I'm always looking for people to um, be my guinea pigs, chat with them, see what's up, talk about anything that you're interested in. No topics are off limits unless you're my sister, in which case it's the Vietnam War and my mom and dad's sex life. So if if that were your topic of choice i'd be concerned and to reach me truly truly disgustingly available um astute listeners will know that i am very easy to get in touch with um so yeah um with that i have a guest joining me from across the pond i hate that phrase i hate across the pond and i don't even think it applies for this person because it's like across the pond and the strait and some continental miles um but she lives in new no not new you live in berlin and yeah she's just like living life and as a very new like creator it's an interesting phenomenon and i i do follow a lot of vloggers and they're like i just you guys mean so much to me and like it's like it's just a weird thing in this in this economy in this (laughs) like in this in these unprecedented times, in these years and moments that we exist in, that there is so many opportunities to like put yourself out there and to promote yourself. And I do that, but like I do it in jest a lot and I make fun of it because I think that there's so much to make fun of. But at the same time, like I am a real, very emotional person. And when I hear that you guys enjoy it, like it really, really does make my day because at the end of the day, if nobody listens, like this is a personal project for me. It improves my public speaking skills, my hosting skills, my editing skills, all the above. And it's something that I enjoy. I wouldn't, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't do it. That being said, when I do have somebody who compliments it or just says, hey, I enjoyed it or like that was funny or references something that I said that was really buried, that is a really cool moment. And I get why it's intoxicating for people who do put any sort of creative work out there, whether that's in the digital economy or in the, in the paper sphere, like you're an artist of some sort. So um, that is, that is uh, I'm talking about this because Annie Lashinsky, the guest today has been a listener since the beginning. And I mean, we, we chit chatted about this at the beginning, but I think it's because we have a lot of in the Venn diagram of our friendships, like there are some definite um, commonalities. So um, I think that there is that sense of voyeurism of like, oh, I haven't heard from this person in four or five years. What are they up to? And you hear their voice and it's like, oh, um, but just like an MLM, there will become a time when like I have exhausted all my friends and I'm going to have to interview strangers. So will that appeal still exist? Probably not. But my topics and my skills and maybe my listenership might have to get up by then or maybe no one will listen. But enough of me talking. Annie, give us the one minute flyover. What do your days look like and what do you do for fun? Also, thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, Clara, I am so happy to be here. That was was quite the intro, and before we get into it, I wanted on a recording that I am a big, big fan of the pod. I am a big fan of your your work, also your writing. I think it's very funny. Satire is really hard, and it misses the mark a lot, but you... You make the mark. It's very hard to do, and it's very scary to put out there, and I think you do a really good job, and I think you're funny. That's that. Thank you. I have so many. I've, like, gotten away from the satire because it was so much mental energy, but I have a list of probably, like, 40 different things that I talk about. Like headlines Um, or something like that? Headlines, yeah. But I, I, I... I find that this type of work is less mentally exhausting because it's just a conversation Mm -hmm. and I don't Mm -hmm. obsess over the use of words, but Mm -hmm. I do, I mean that, not that that's my bread and butter (laughs) because you can't have a bread and butter if you like don't even have a pantry yet. Like I'm not, I haven't. You're running away on a fast train with the. (laughs) I really am. I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, you're in Berlin, there's trains abound, I'm sure, but... Oh gosh, I love the trains. I know. Um, so yeah, what are, you, what are you up to these days? Yeah, okay, well, um, well, thanks. I, um, 
what am I doing? What's my flyover? Um, flyover everyday life of, of me. Or did you want like sense tech? I'm not even sure what, um, how far back we no, want to go. No, just do like, what do your days look like these days? Yeah. So I'm in, uh, in IT consulting. I work for a company called MHP. It belongs to Porsche. So it's a, or a Porsche, as we say, back down home. And um, we do automotive uh, clients and do software implementations for automotive clients. And that's IT and management consulting. So I do, we were just talking about this before, before we hit record, um, do Salesforce implementations. I do project management and then also a little bit of admin. I'm not really so on the development or back end side of things, but I have like, um, you know, that like graph of knowledge versus like actual abilities. And like, you come to a point where you're like, you think you know much more than you do. And then it drops down. As soon as you know more, you're like, you realize how much you don't know Yes, that like just happened to me. So for a second there, I thought I was like really good at what I did. And then I dropped back down into like the, the valley of despair, I think it's called where I don't really know a lot, but I know a little bit more than I did like two, three years ago. Um, yeah. So that's what I do. So my day to day, um, I wake up, I either do my little home office action, as the Germans call it, or I ride my bike. They call like it home office action? Office. They just call it home office. They don't do work I think that's really cute. No, 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 no. They say home office, but like the English word, which I thought is very cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they write it Oh, wait, they don't, word. that's not, it's not in German, home office? They say home office. No, they're English. like, they're like, we're going to do home office today. How funny. Instead okay. of work from home. <laughs> I mean, it makes so sense. So I either do home office. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. Or I roll over to, to the office here. And I, I don't know. I just like do a little beep, boop, beep, boop action on the computer. And then hopefully if I did everything right, I'm done at like five, six. And then I, you know, the world's my oyster. I go to a yoga class or I go meet friends for a drink or there's tons of parks around here. So I'll go to a park or go to the river. I'm actually looking at the river right now. I can, I can oh show you. Oh my gosh, you. show me. This is like a little, can you see? <gasps> yeah, it no, like it's really overexposed. Oh my gosh. Is that a river <laughs> cruise going by? Uh, yeah, I think that's just a little like sightseeing boat. I yeah. That. Are you, so, li do you live in the city yeah. or do you? I do. Do you like yeah, bike or train mouse. or bus to work? Like, how do you get there? These are the questions yeah, I, I, I always ask friends when they go on trips and people know this about me. I'm like, what airline are you flying? <laughs> I just love to know the oh details. Oh my gosh, it's so relevant. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, I do, have I had the snack that you're going to have? Correct. Like, like what do they really wear? Like I talk about like yeah. Delta, Delta um, flight attendants are so much cleaner and like crisper than United because now I'm like the people themselves like are more no no like or... actual yeah uniform <laughs> requirements like I know just from friends who are flight attendants or who parent whose parents are like you have to wear pantyhose I'm pretty sure or like pants and you have to have oh like gosh. hair up in some capacity pantyhose. and like only two ears pierced and all the things and only two ears pierced oh my god my third ear pierced oh no you'd have to not wear it or take it out I mean I don't know if that's totally true if anybody can correct me on that please let me know so okay so you live in the city how yes, do you get how do you get in. around I know I'm like really conservative in that way <laughs> I ride my bike everywhere truly although I do otherwise take public transportation and um don't let this get out because I work for a car company but I I do not like it at all. And but do you ever like drive a there? Huge... I have before, but I don't like it. It's not my journey. Mm -mm. <laughs> so, like living in Atlanta, you can imagine that makes life. So, difficult. when when did you move to Berlin? <laughs> I came here at the beginning of the year, but this is like my fourth my fourth time moving to Germany. I've had like a lot of back and forth in my in my days, and so this is the fourth time moving to Germany, but first time living in Berlin. And what about Berlin appealed to you? And where have you lived in Germany in the past? Oh, my gosh. Um, maybe the first, I'll answer the second one first because it goes a little bit faster, okay. I think. Um, I lived in Munich, as you mentioned, because we crossed paths yes. in my in my Munich or GTL days, um, Georgia Tech Lorraine. And so I lived in Munich for about six months for a, a semester abroad. Okay. And then after graduating from tech, then I lived in a town called Rostock for one year, which um, I had never heard of. So if you haven't heard of it, mm -hmm. it's okay. Um, it's far, far to the north, like across the Baltic Sea to Copenhagen. 
And then I moved back home, started my job, and then with this job did like a six-month engagement in a town called Wolfsburg, which is famous for literally only being Volkswagen. It's like super oh. industrial. I feel like yeah. I've actually heard of it's this like before. Where, or maybe you told me or some capacity. Maybe. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like where the plant is, head, right? And you would know. Yes. Okay. Yes. And yes, that's it. So Interesting. So um, when you were in Rostag, the first place, it. was that at like a language exchange mm-hmm. or grad school or like were you working at that time or just traveling and living? That was an English teaching fellowship. Yeah. Oh. Do you feel like your German improved then or was it? Yeah, for sure. Because like anytime you're like exposed to a, a language and you're sort of like forced to do it, like Rostock's not super international. So in like my day to day, definitely a little bit of improvement. Um, but yeah, so anyways, that brings us more or less up to, to now, and this is now where I am here in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's huge, right? Like, yeah. it's the biggest, one of the bigger cities in Germany, right? It's the biggest city in Germany, population about 3 million. Oh, fun fact about Germans, they're, like, obsessed with population counts, so Sounds like they, I get along with that. Like, yeah, literally any time you're, like... Like, I didn't know how big Atlanta was until I moved to Germany because they're always like, how many, oh, Atlanta? Oh, how many, what's the population count? I was like, me excuse, do I look like Mademoiselle Google to you? So <laughs> now I know, if you were wondering. How many people? It's about half a million, like, in, it's about half a million inside the perimeter, and then the greater Atlanta area is like five million. So usually I just say five million to impress them. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> wow. So do you have a roommate? Like, how did you, I guess you were pretty, like, just the logistics of travel, and I know that this is not on the discussion guide, so I'm going off the rails here. I know you were oh saying you're wild for this. Okay, so you're wild for that. I one. know, I know. So, <laughs> like, did you maintain a bank account while you were there? Did you like? Oh, that's a good question. Because when I, I love, this I still time. had some emails from Australia. Like, you, like I had, I had a retirement account that I had to cash out, and it was taxed at like seventy five mm-hmm. fucking percent. It was so annoying. <sighs> but like, I had to. I, like, still have some... And you had to cash it out? No, but I'm, like, like, I don't have any desire to go live there again. Like, love you, Australia, but no. Yeah. Um, I would... If I went and lived anywhere else, it would probably be, like, Southeast Asia, probably, or maybe Mm. the Netherlands. I love that idea. Um, I'll come with you to either one. Yeah, I feel like I would... I would love to learn another language, and I feel like in Southeast Asia, it's very much like they see a white person, and they adapt whereas in europe maybe i mean i could be correct it must be said in australia you already do know the language pretty well. oh yes yes but not when you're in the outback there's some there are definitely some times where i was like excuse me in singapore it was actually Frozen harder shrimp on the bottom yeah no that was pretty good um it in <laughs> sydney it was easy and there's so many minutiae within australia like adelaide accents are more english because there's more of an english influence like okay the I found it harder to understand people in the, it's like a Southern accent versus a city accent. But anyway, like what are those logistic things like visas? Did you have to maintain that? Like bank accounts, phone numbers, um, retirement, like all of those things. Cause you've been back and forth. You've been bebopping around what's been going on there. I've been bebopping. Yes. No, luckily the, the visa thing was pretty easy this time around. So like I said, this is my fourth time moving to Germany, fifth time abroad, because I also lived in Israel for a year there somewhere in between. So like I've definitely had my fair share of like the visa pa- paperwork and nonsense and visits to the um, like the alien office or whatever yeah. it's called. I always like feel like I should have yeah. a little antenna at the alien office or something like that. Um, but luckily this time around was really smooth because my company provided like a nice. like support there, like an agency. And it was like, it was day and night because I've been to all of this like garbage ones where you have to wait like three hours in line. And then this time they like provided a special like, there was like a special business person office that I went to. And it was like, so you had like the we fast pass. About like Delta versus Southwest yeah. or whatever. No shade on Southwest to be honest. Cause we do have friends that work there, but like, it was like the fast pass. It was like a different building. Wow. It was like clean. It was like, they were like, welcome Frau Lashinsky. And I was like, Frau Lashinsky. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> oh know. my God. Okay. So that was, that made it easy. Um, Phone number, I also got a new one, but I keep my American for WhatsApp because, you know, we, we're WhatsApp girlies. Oh, yeah. um, so I want to be more of a WhatsApp girly. But the one thing I dislike about Girl, WhatsApp... If you, wanna, you can text me all the time. I, I mean, I'm very available, is you can't react <laughs> to messages. That's my... 
Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's a new development. Oh. It's a new development. Yes, you absolutely can. But I it, that bothered me for a long time. And but what annoyed me for a long time with iMessage was you couldn't reply. But now you can. So I think there's there like, there's just but like, what another thing that I dislike about it's not that I I like to be in incognito mode as I say, and I do not have read receipts on my iMessage. But every other platform, so like oh, Instagram man. DM. WhatsApp. I use Signal with my family. Um, it's okay. like super secure. I'm going to drop some knowledge. I'm going to drop okay. some knowledge on you. You can turn it off. You can turn off the double blue check on WhatsApp too. But if you do it, then you also can't see if someone read your message. I want I want that. Okay I don't that. want to know that I'm being rejected yeah. or being left unread. No, it's, it's tricky. It's like it's like when you're dating someone and you're like, I want you to be exclusive, but I don't want, like, I want you to be exclusive with me, but me, not with you. Like, WhatsApp's like, we can't do that, you know? Yeah. I haven't. She's smart. She's smarter than I we are. I haven't gotten to that conversation <laughs> with a guy in a long time, so I wouldn't know about that. Okay. <laughs> I've heard. In theory. Yeah, yeah. In theory, um, I can speak from speculation. Um, so uh, when I asked you, you know, like, what do you want to talk about? You said a couple of things, which is good. So I'm going to separate this into two parts. Um, if I were Ira Glass, I would say Act One. So the first Act One would be Act One. Act one. Hi, this I'm Ira Glass. Annie Lashinsky <laughs> was always a traveling girl. She moved to Germany, not once, not twice, but four Isn't times. Isn't it funny that I like don't know what Ira Glass looks you, like? You shouldn't. I think if I saw a picture, I'd be like, "Who's this yeah, man?" I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Radio people don't have faces. That's why I'm really like. No, you have a you have a face for TV. I think I told you that once. <gasps> Thanks. But a voice for radio. You know, there's a live stream. I think I should be a vlogger. <laughs> I am obsessed with. I go into fits of obsession with these vloggers from other countries like I was on Sarah's day forever and ever I still love her but she's very much verging into mommy content now which love it but like um, I kind of not, am still forming my opinion on if I were to have kids like whether I would either post their face on social media or uh, I feel like at the extreme end like when you make your content about them it's just kind of it, it verges into yeah. the to the confusion, not to the icky side. Like I think parents do have rights, but like, ooh, it's just kind of weird. No, it's also like an identity confusion because I mean, I don't have kids. You don't have kids, so I don't know exactly yeah, and how I'm it not... is. But I don't want that to be like my entire identity as a person. I think. Well, yeah, and I think it's like obviously kids are going to grow up in an age of knowing what a phone is, knowing like if mom and dad are content creators, then they'll know what to do. But I just think. If you make an entire YouTube video about like going to get his haircut, I'm like, could you not? I don't know. Like that's weird. So anyway, I love Sarah's Day. I am a stan, but I'm. I don't know who um, that is. So. You could go down the rabbit hole. Heather Degen Colbin formed me like five years ago, and I'm just been loving it. Um, but anyway, I'm like maybe I could be a vlogger, but that is almost like just a little too much. Um, there's very little privacy if you do that. Like, you know exactly what my house looks like and where I go and get my coffee and what I do for work. Mm -hmm. And my, like, that's so true. It's like, it's really, I mean, for a girl that doesn't like to know, doesn't like to send red receipts, it seems right. like a lot of an invasion. Yeah. Of and it's funny because, like, I say that I'm really available, but I will say that, like, some, I do have boundaries on, like, kind of what I do share and I think that there's a line of like I it's not everyone's right to know everything about me because I produce a humorous podcast like I don't need to provide all no, information so of course not. but it is awesome to like learn a lot of stuff for example I learned in last week's podcast that I definitely clean my apartment way too infrequently no Maggie's a psycho in not a satisfactory I mean, way no I'm like I should really I was like I haven't I'm not you know what I'm not even gonna I'm not even going to divulge how infrequently I clean the various places of my apartment. It's, it is it's, fine. So, but I'm also only right. one person. I mean, I'm one no person dogs. too and I don't have an animal, but <laughs> I, I mean, speaking back on that, I feel like that was just a silly time for Maggie and I to, to gab because she's just, she's just insane. It's actually her birthday tomorrow. Um, but uh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Maggie. In advance. Um, cancer? Yes, she's very, I don't know actually what the traits of cancer are, Fun but fact. she's one of them. Um, I think they're like loyal. I don't know. Fun fact: In Germany, you are not allowed to wish someone happy birthday in advance because otherwise, um, you're kind of wishing death upon them. Question mark. 
it's a it's a long and winding road, but they're like, if you tell me my birthday, happy birthday now, and I die today, it's your fault. I don't know. The Germans are they hilarious. Are, I have more questions about that, but we'll get to that in Act 2. So Act 1 is planning your life backward to get to where oh, you yeah, want. Right. So this is something that you brought up, and I would love to know what you mean by how you've planned your life backwards to get to where you are right now, sitting in a conference room overlooking the river in Berlin, which is named? The Spree. The Spree? Yes, I always S-P-R-E. remember when I went to Germany, it's like Strasse is all the streets. Like Strasse Street, that's right. Mm-hmm. Strasse, yeah. Okay, so yeah, oh, what does that mean to you? Is, the Spree is the name of the river, but Fluss means river just like the word river but anyways i wasn't sure okay so is it floss spree or spree floss oh that's a good question i don't know we just call it the spree just spree floss spree spree floss i think it's a spross uh floss spray spray yes it's a good question i don't know okay because when you have a it'd be like annie strassi right it's like the first name and then the street so i don't know if it'd be but then again, it's like in England, it's like the River Thames, even though. True. And, you know, like then like the Spaniards be out here, like putting the color after the object. And, you know, it's a wild world out there when it comes to the I know, replacement I know. I of do adjectives. Love the Spaniards. Yeah. So <laughs> I love them. what is, yeah. What does it mean for you? Right. Okay. So I, when I was, by the way, thank you for letting me um, bully you to coming onto your podcast. I was just like, I'm It's not a bully. So much. I was kind of bullying you. <laughs> That's okay. I, was, I think I light like, bullying and light hazing is good for everybody. I wish see, we would have learned more and find you. Sorry. I was going to say, like, that's why we went to sororities, because I was out here trying to haze. No, I'm just kidding. I was actually always kind of afraid of the pledge class below me. Like, you in your pledge <laughs> class? Not, not you specifically. I don't know. I was just, like, they're younger. They're cooler. They're, like down with the trends. As a Burnett, I'm always kind of intimidated by blonde people. Um, just... <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm, I'm not intimidated by brunettes. I'm just, I'm so envious. It's a double-edged sword, man. I have to, I look one color if I don't color in my eyebrows. And like, I really look sallow if I don't mm, wear makeup. So sallow. I'm envious of that lack of, like, you guys have built in like beautiful features, but then I get into the body hair discussion and I don't shave my legs for like three weeks right. and Alexa Deckbar is like shut the fuck up Clara <laughs> like I don't want to hear it. she like gets mad anytime I'm like oh I haven't shaved in a while and she like puts her hands on my legs like, I can't tell I fucking hate really you so <laughs> yeah um but I digress I think the question was planning life backwards and I went down the rabbit hole of a sorority life which for the listeners Clara and I our sisters for life. No, not just for four years. For life. I hope. I am. I want to do. Uh, well, in my ask me anything, I want to. I have some like solo cast ones because it just takes some effort to get people on and like not in a bad way. It's just like people are busy um, and then mm-hmm. planning enough time between the interview to editing to promotion mm-hmm. to making like TikTok or to Instagrams. It's just. It's easier if I just am like, oh, I have 30 minutes. Let me do this. But um, mm-hmm. I'd love to do a deep dive into like, ask me anything, questions. What do you think about things? So we are really digressing. Okay. What is planning life background? I love that. I love that. <laughs> planning life backgrounds mean to you? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I was, I was thinking about this because I was just, I think I was just like texting you some ideas when I was like having a night all the town. And I was like, this is a good idea. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. But once we came back to that, I think it was more like taking a step back, like, Tech, we know her, we love her. She's a fine institution. <laughs> Clara shakes her head. I think that that going to school there, especially like in our third and fourth years, it was really like an orientation on salary, pr- job prestige, um, logical next steps, of which there are like pretty much only two or three. And I got really scared by that and felt really boxed in. Like I would hear about you know, these like job fairs, or I would go um, to interviews, or I would hear about people's like co-ops, internships, offers, and I was like, none of that sounds interesting to me, none of it. And I was really frightened, as I think a lot of people are, by being like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be a cog in the corporate wheel, which, okay, lol, because I am now, but that's not the point. The point is, I had to do some thinking more about like what I wanted my everyday to look like, so exactly the opposite of like actual project planning. So instead of going like high level and like honing in, I think I thought a lot about 
what I wanted, to, like, the everyday look like. Like, we were talking about, I can't remember if it was before we started recording or not, like, how much um, I don't like to drive, <laughs> for example. Mm-hmm. Or I like to be able to be in a super walkable city, and I like to um, uh, be surrounded by people from all over the world and have lots of different, like, inputs and different ideas and things like that. Um, and I wasn't seeing that in a lot of the things that were kind of brought forth to us as like the next step logically. So um, that was sort of a, a winding road and a meandering answer. But once I kind of thought about how I wanted my life to look like, I was like, okay, well, what do I have to do? So then I, you know, sort of, as we talked about, just like left and traveled and taught English for a few years, even though I knew I didn't want to do that, but I wanted to just have those inputs and see, which by the way, like, I have to also say was um, because I, you know, have like a lot of privilege and didn't have like student debts or something to pay off. And I always have to mention that as like a huge oh, yeah. disclaimer you know, in like following your dream and like doing what you want and things like that. Like, no, there's real to... financial implications to decisions that you make. And like, I sure. was very privileged to be like, I'm going to go au pair and spend my savings. And right, exactly. Like, be an idiot. Not be an idiot, but like, just take some time for myself. Like, a lot of people, yeah. that's just not an option for them. Um, that yeah, being said, I think yourself, that like, like there is, like that. Yeah. I think in some ways, there are more options available than people think. Like, it's not an impossibility oh. if you are, like, not strapped for cash, but, like, financially tight. Like, you still... Of course. You can still go do other things. Like, there are so many companies that like will pay for you. Or, like, or... Or that, too. Yeah. That. <laughs> you were, like, yeah, no, like No, but for, like, short-term like, things, will think is free. Um, <laughs> and even just... I mean, I talked with Emily swift yesterday about my friend who i interviewed yesterday about like just saving a little bit and made, like she talked about like what excuses are you making for yourself for reasons you can't save and mm-hmm. if traveling oh, is really important one. to you or like you want to pay off your de- all of your debt before you're traveling like put that somewhere and then make that happen because i think both for yes. you and i like i haven't been out of the country in almost a year no that's not true i went to italy last september but i haven't like also have you it's coming up in a year yeah so this is so like again privileged but now that you've lived in another country doesn't like a one week american trip feel like such a dumb thing you're like what one week i'm like i have to spend at least three weeks the extent of a week like like going for a trip somewhere for only one week yeah yeah like that's i mean stupid i mean i know that's the reality for a lot of people but i just i felt so like time was just and never ending when I was on my road trip in Australia because like it yeah. was I'm like why would I ever rush this so much like what? yeah I mean because we don't get enough PTO in the states and like you know here we get like 30 days and then if a company's nice I'll like add a few more on top and things like that and I mean yeah some is better than none though hey what about yeah what about yeah that? and like choose wisely <laughs> how you want to spend it so how did and you so when you realized Go on, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I love about like what you what you said about your friend Emily, Emily, right? Yeah. Um, like just really honing in on like your values and like only spending like this values based spending. Maybe you've heard of it if you're in like the financial influencer world. So embarrassing, but um, oh, no, I am. and like I'm like deep in there. I'm deep in there. Um, and just finding exactly what it is that you want to like spend your money on and spend your time on and not doing more than that but it's harder than it sounds because there's so many distractions and temptations it's like oh do you want to go get beers or do you want to go to this concert and like i want to i struggle i don't struggle but i'm like i want to go on one trip a year that's like a month long at minimum like that's mm-hmm. yes, that's a sustainable that. like, way that's gonna be your thing that's gonna be my thing and it's yeah. sustainable like ultimately i would like to live in another country but like not right now i don't think that's a good place for me to do right now just with like personal stuff but Mm-hmm. with that I'm like okay that's a pretty big number and with my not my bar job but my yes. other job I can work remote so like it won't be a like I can take two weeks of vacation and then work two weeks remote but yeah it's um, like another huge privilege for sure and correct like, yeah we also, that's... we also have that and it's just huge especially post-covid to just be like oh I can like tack on one more day for my trip and just you know work remote and that's so right and like my friends it. who it's work in restaurants given. here like they don't have that option um mm-hmm. But 
I have to consciously make the choice of like, okay, I need to save up like $5,000 or whatever the number is Mm -hmm. and say, Mm -hmm. no, I don't want to get those outdoor voice dress that's on sale or, oh, I can not drink tonight at dinner. Oh, I'm like, it's it's such a problem. (laughs) Shopping isn't as much my problem as eating out. Like I eat out all the time. Also, because it's my social thing. I live alone. Anyway. Yeah, honestly, honestly, that can be one of the things that you're like, that's not a problem if it's something you like to do. You know what I mean? And it is. Like, like I would. Like, where your value is. That's yeah. perfectly fine. I always say experiences over things, but then sometimes I'm like, damn, I need a new sports bra because I only wear Sometimes two. I need that thing. That was, like, one something in my early 20s where, twins, like, 20s, where I was, like, really strict with myself for, um, really strict with myself about, like, spending money on things that are actually necessities. Like, you're talking about, like, a sports bra. It's like, all right, I'm down to my last ratty ass champion hashtag target hashtag exhilaration and the time is nigh the time is nigh you have to get a new one like you you can't be so strict with yourself even if you have these specific money goals even if you have like this dream of like financial independence and all of this but you have to like have some grace with yourself this was something that I'm still like kind of learning a bit oh I'm so hard on myself it's insane so I get that um so when you were like okay I want this life I want to not drive. I want to live in a place that's very multicultural. How did you write those down? Like what was, how did you make that actually happen? Cause I think a lot of people yeah. like have ideas of what they want their life to be. And then they just sit with them. And actually uh, on the podcast that I help produce, which if you guys want to take a listen, um, my coworker, Sanjay. Yeah, plug. yeah. So it's called side hustle to small business by his Cox. It was actually advertised on wait wait don't tell me like in the mid-roll ad so it's <gasps> like they've spent some what? some mad money on some advertising spots um, hashtag ophelia iceberg hot wow yes so i sanjay is the host but in one of the episodes that's coming i think next week if my schedule uh schedule mind is working And he talks about, like, the difference between an entrepreneur and a dreamer is that an entrepreneur takes the dreams and actually executes on them. And that's more on the business side of things. But I feel like you are somebody that dreamed of something, you thought about something, and then you did something about it. You didn't just let it sit. So how did that work out for you? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think I was – I kind of have been having this, like – interest and exposure to like the German culture since kindergarten because for whatever reason my school taught us German all right like in, in elementary school instead of Spanish DeKalb County shout out whatever's going on at Austin Elementary School you know whatever shout out to you guys whatever they're like let's see what happens so for me it was kind of always clear that if I moved abroad it would be to a German-speaking country um and once I visited Berlin for the first time, which was at this point almost 10 years ago, I was just like, oh, this city is so fun. It's so cool. It's super livable, um, it's super affordable, and there's just always something going on. So when I um, came back from teaching in Israel and, like, you know, doing a little Southeast Asia traveling and, and finding myself and whatever, I came back to Atlanta and I was like, okay, I know podcasts are a uh, – auditorial medium I am twiddling my thumbs and I was like okay how do I get I'm twiddling my thumbs for those listening at home um I was like well how do I get to like move there how do I get to do that um and so I was like I guess I just have to like work for a German company because it was like clear to me that you couldn't get a visa really so easily without like corporate support or if you're a student or something like that so I just started working for this like German company in Atlanta with the intention of transferring, basically. And then all you had to do was just bother your boss for three years, and then eventually you got it. <laughs> so were you in Atlanta for three years? Yeah, I was in. I was working for this company in Atlanta for three years, um, six months of which were on a project over here where I sort of showed that I could do the business German and do the projects in the language and That's you know, what I still make ask. the relationships work. Mm-hmm. So did you? were you like German of. companies in Atlanta? Google like like breath like actually logistics how did that happen it was a it was a like the Georgia Tech job board does do people use that and we came back to it you said you didn't relate to those job fairs and yet you used it (laughs) 
I know, but I was, I think I really filtered, I don't know if you could filter, but I was, so I studied business, I studied supply chain and operations, and my minor was in German, so I think it was just like, pushed it to me, and it was like, do you want this? And I was like, maybe like a logistics supply chain consultant in a German company, maybe, sounds good. And so, yeah, I applied, and then it worked out in the end, and I think even though I wasn't super into the idea of consulting it's like you know you're traveling it's like can be kind of stressful and all of this but I was drawn to the idea of working for a place that I could ultimately transfer um, offices and where they had like the resources and the um, you know like the know-how on how to keep people you know resources going around the world a bit so I kind of I think like my dream job would have probably been in the like global like diplomacy or something like that but I was like you don't have as much control in where you go if you do that sort of sure. thing you know you're just kind of like sent wherever so you had like, you had some like grips on reality in this dream making in the in your dream thank board. you so much to my parents because they are like are they <laughs> I think I'm yes. too hard on myself my well no I think I can pretty much like I think I'm a good balance of like for me I'm like I wanted to live abroad but I knew I needed a way to... I think I'm perfect, says Clara Jennings. What? Oh, I, fuck. <laughs> I think I'm perfect. No, like, I, I think because I... I, ha- I think I lean more to, like, being too practical, and I have to tell myself, like, no, there yeah. are ways to get out of this mm-hmm. or get into this. I'm mm-hmm. not a dreamer that needs to be yeah. reeled in. I'm, like, a practical person that needs to be brought out of their shell. Um, Ooh, I love it. I, I, like, I think everyone sort of can pick does pick and choose a bit like where they're super pragmatic and where they're super like high flying pie in the sky and because but it's funny that you say that because you you did these things like au pairing abroad and just kind of like doing something a bit outside of the box which I think most people would would be like that's more of like a dreamer thing to do it is. so it's funny and it's funny like I'm sure the people you've met like edge. when you meet and you become friends with non-americans you're just like I, my best friend Mia, who I'm hoping I can see in a few months in Australia, she was like, mm-hmm. I would have hated to go to Georgia Tech. Like, you are so intense when you talk to, like, because we were road tripping together and I would like <gasps> FaceTime my friends and she's like, you like start talking faster. Like, she helped me relax so much and like. Blood sugar, no, blood pressure is rising. Well, it's just, it's so <laughs> interesting because I feel like. Like when you go home to the south and your your accent starts coming out more, or like we really we yeah. really start to emul- emulate the people around us. And I feel like when I was with all of these mostly English people, some Americans, but they just have such a sense of like there's less of a rush, there's less pressure on themselves. Well, I think that could be said a lot for like they have social systems that keep them social yeah, like they have medicare and they can they have college doesn't cost a thing people be students until they're 35 and they take gap like years and cool, they're like like we can't no and i that. i explained that to her and she's like yeah i get that um and i think we both taught each other things but it just made me feel like not that oh my last five years of my life was a lie because i think it really like being at georgia tech really did set me up for so much success but at the same time i've had yes really because I've like like you said you want to live in a walkable city like the two most important things to me are autonomy that like I've really clarified like time I really so autonomy clarified in in my schedule specifically and how I choose to spend my time is very very Mm -hmm. important to me and also I don't like to Mm -hmm. be in a work setting, I don't like to be micromanaged. Like I like to have a lot of freedom of how I do my mm-hmm. time. So again, that's autonomy. That's mm-hmm. coming back to, I don't need somebody checking in on me. It actually stresses me out when someone's checking in on me. I would rather um, have be given a task and then say like, okay, take two or three days to work on it. Really focus on getting it looking good. Maybe ask for feedback one or two times, but like, I don't want a check-in meeting every morning. Like kill me. I, I'm so I mean if I set up the meeting maybe but yeah I, I wouldn't want a manager to do no that. no and I it, it's um it makes me feel like I can't be trusted like I'm big on like giving people free reign and um trusting them to do what they need to do and not checking in on them all the time but anyway we're getting we're getting in the 40 minute zone which is like the the, the yellow light on the traffic light Uh-oh. is coming in so is critical no that's fine I just it's critical. it there comes just like you were talking about a chart there comes a time where I'm like 
everything becomes a little bit harder after 50 minutes. Um, okay, so... Maybe you can edit out all of our dumb things in post-production, and then it will shrink down the... Uh, you know, I don't care that much. Bit. I really don't care that much. <laughs> if people want to skip, um, that's their prerogative. Um, and that's a good thing about or podcasting is it's like... You, you know when you post an Instagram story and you see, like, 250 people watch your first one and then it's, like, 50, 20, 2. Like, people just skip it. <laughs> On a podcast, you Bye don't y'all. see, like, the average oh, listen, or at least the, the hosting platform I use, you don't see, like, when people drop off. So if you just listen <laughs> to 10 minutes and then you're, like... If a, if a podcast listener drops off in the woods, did they even listen to the podcast? I don't know. No, I don't know. So, okay, a couple... One more question in the planning life backwards, and then I'm going to move to like rapid fire cross cultural okay. funny stuff. So, what oh value? Gosh. So, last question on this side: What values or truths that you believed when you were 20 or 21 no longer hold up um, as you are now? Oh my gosh! Or like, what if I loved? I love that. Yeah, question. yeah. Because I feel like yeah. we really like I whether cool. it's religion or like values or whatever. Like when we're having a toughy moment, like we always come back to like, well, this is what I believe, and then. Whenever that changes, mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't know that the color gray existed. Right. I thought only black and white were available. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, no. But I, I mean, so when I saw this question, my first thought was, in fact, like there's like money stories that we were that we were just talking about, about being like, okay, well, I want to travel the world forever and I don't want to work or I want to you know, have all of my time for me and just do whatever it is I want to do all the time. You know, just be a little, but like you, you, you the, the truth is like, you can't, like you don't, you don't exist in a vacuum. And, um, fun fact about me, I actually had the experience of not working at a time where like most of my friends are working. Um, insofar as I was furloughed for three months during COVID. And so I was like, and I was like, fine, because, you know, I had like, you know, my savings account, we were talking about our savings and like stuff like that. I had like savings and everything was fine. But like, I realized like actually not working is like not an option for me, like for my mental health and things like that. So I think when I was younger, I was like, I want to become like work, like not have to work as soon as I can, like retire as soon as I can, like get financial independence as soon as I can and just have all the time in the world to to travel and um, do whatever I want. Um, but now I think I take the pressure off myself to like achieve this um you know whatever like 25 times your um annual expenses like just so you like can self-sustain like I try to take the pressure off myself because I realize it's like good to have a work dude I'm gonna interrupt and just say that in Singapore when I did my exchange there they were they live so damn long there also because they're Asian and they're so healthy and like Asian people surpass like all white people in like the age of (laughs) dying what is it life expectancy Jesus Christ Clara age of of dying Um, but even the parent like the grandparents would be like cleaners or like they'd be landscapers at the campus of the university and then yeah. they would do their jobs yeah. and they'd have their like little speakers and listen to their music or their radio yeah. and then they would all come have a coffee together and like eat their breakfast and then they do their job and, then they co- and it was the community and it was a sense of I have a reason for getting up in exactly. the morning and I saw that and exactly. I thought in, a, in the U.S., like, my dad just retired and he is two, three months into his retirement and he's like, I need to go get a job. I'm bored. Exactly. And it's like, why am I stressing myself out for like this um, future in which I don't necessarily even want to have that? So it really like forced me to like think about why I'm like hustling or like why I'm putting everything into, you know, um, uh, index funds or something instead of say like having a little bit for like for fun. And like we were saying, like, we're so hard on ourselves. You got to sometimes like get the new thing that you wanted or like, you know, even if it's not a necessity, just be like, okay, it's fun sometimes to like, sure, go spontaneously get drinks or go spontaneous for a weekend trip somewhere. And like, it's okay. And it's not going to like, absolutely wreck your retirement plan because sometimes I'm like thinking so far in the future that you can't like maybe I'll have to have you come back so we can debunk like um financial gurus because I feel like there's I love talking about money and I know you're a Dave Ramsey I'm actually anti okay we can have a we can have a debate (gasps) did you have a come to Jesus no I'm not I still there are still (laughs) things of Dave Ramsey like I it's like um I actually don't really love the podcast anymore because there I I know Dave Ramsey's like 
65 but they bring in all these other like young people and i'm like i just miss dave like shouting at me that i should wait till marriage to have sex <laughs> more or less. like i kind of love there's something comforting about really like reasonable. a really like outsized ego of a southern man like an old man that just reminds me of all of my softball coaches yeah an old white man yeah and it's just yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. i know that that's really <laughs> fucked up but i'm like i just like him being like my weird not my, like my uncle telling me like Claire, I get it together, and it's yeah. just like comforting background noise. I but like, I I no I like I have yeah, yeah. a credit card now, but I I pay it off like every three days because I'm like I just yeah okay well you don't have to do that you could just do once a month but yeah I would I mean I love talking about finance like personal finance and like the lenses like and the, the like the trauma of money but also like the the great tool that it is and how. Um, it can be like a blessing and a curse, but like more is not always better, less isn't always worse. But like, yes. And then there's like, so yeah. So many... I'll we'll table that because that's a good one. So, so <laughs> okay. Uh, did I Let's even? Table it. So what was your answer to values or truths? I think I just really interrupted you. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um. No, no. I just I think I think this like my idea was like I wanted to like travel oh, right. forever and like never work a day in my life and I come to realize like you said and like also listening to a lot of like podcasts about like happiness and like what does it even mean and also having like classes at tech about like organizational behavior and like what makes our day-to-day life happy it's not always like doing the amazing thing every single day it's like finding some small joy in most days and structuring your life in a way around that instead of being like oh I have to always be doing the coolest thing going to the coolest place like seeing the most and like checking off all the boxes um rather rather having a community and having some semblance of like relaxation is really important to me now yeah dude but I still like to do cool I stuff. mean it's a balance and it like there <laughs> will be different times in your life when different things matter more like yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I noticed that for sure. And, like, that's also okay. And I think I also didn't accept that earlier on in my life. And I was like, I have to be, you know, the you know the best daughter, sister, friend, like, Jew, um, employee, like, the best at everything. It's like, dude, we can't. You can't. No, you can't. Jewess. Um, so <laughs> kind of to the rapid-fire conclusion part, um, we are the, the red light is on. We're okay. in 50-minute zone, which is... I know I keep bringing this up, oh but God, I know Germans are obsessed with time. And we're going to talk about just a quick, just some quick, like, yeah. what are some main differences or, like, funny things about Germans as you've been working there for the past oh, year yeah. that have stuck out to you or made you yeah. giggle? Oh, my gosh. I love, okay, so they're, like, super, like we said, like, super good at planning, which I really appreciate. Maybe you had this experience, too, with your um, with your European friends. But you know how, like, if, like, you and I run into each other on the street, we'll be like, let's get a coffee. We'll, like, never get a coffee. Yes. Ever. We'd be like, yeah, let's get a coffee sometime. Never to be seen again. So if I, like, say that, like, offhandedly, I definitely have said it offhandedly to, like, a German colleague or something. And they're like, great, when? And then you're like, what? like oh they'll be like I'm free I'm free like next literally I've had this happen I'm free next Tuesday at eight o'clock let's get beers okay so you put it on your calendar and like you know how if you and I did that and we didn't text in between like it would just sort of fizzle away and we would never talk about that time no even if you don't talk about it in between like usually I'd send like a reminder text on like Monday maybe Tuesday like a little reminder text you don't have to do that they'll just be there at the time at the place and if you're not they're like we said we would do that and we're like I thought we were just making conversation I remember Janine Fairer <laughs> telling me like when that she true she right but she was in Germany right? for a year or maybe less yeah. um for Adidas okay. uh, yes Adidas she would mm-hmm. say like oh they would really want to know like if they had if she was like oh I'm playing a tennis match this weekend on that Monday they'd be like how was your tennis match like they're so good they're at remembering really things and she was, she was like I fucking forgot what you were doing. Like, I have no fucking clue. And then she would feel really bad. So she said she started, like, taking little notes about, like, what people were going to do for the week. Just, like, her main people. I... I literally should do that too, like for team members. I really should do that. That's a good idea. I've had that thought cross my mind because I've had the same experience where I was just like, oh, I thought we were just making conversation, but you really took it to heart. And I have one more Please example. Please Of course. It's okay. If the red light says go. Of course. <laughs> um, so I think the, like, it's also sort of stereotype that Germans are really direct. 
and in the work setting this is of course like also a blessing and a curse you know um and when i first um transferred over and the question was like about which team to join like I was going to switch into one team, but then actually my heart wanted to go into this other team. And so I like kind of brought it up to my manager and then also the other manager. And then the three of us were in a meeting together and they were like, okay, like, well, what do you want? Like, it's kind of up to you. And I was like, well, you know, like, I think I could do, I think like either one would be fine. You know, I think I would like to succeed in either team, you know, like really like bullshitty, like diplomatic answer. And they were like, uh, but I, you know, I think I could lean maybe more possibly towards like team B. They're like, okay, thanks for this call. A week passes, like nothing happens. And I call and I'm like, oh, I thought like I kind of was clear, like I wanted to switch. They were like, you didn't yeah, say that yeah. at all. <laughs> like you didn't say that. And they were like, so we, we got in the round again and it was like kind of embarrassing because if I had just like been direct and was like, you know, I would like to join this team. Boom. That would have happened. Then that would have been the end of that story. But, you know, I did the little song and dance around it and they were like, I had no idea what you were saying. How f- I mean, I think that they're... <laughs> I, I think it might be jarring at first. I might bristle at some things. Right. Well, because, of course, if it comes the other way across, it seems impolite, but it's not at all. They're just like, here's the dealio. So there. Yeah. OK, so last question. Um, <laughs> I know that you're working in German and you're funny in English. Um, so we didn't go into that realm. Um, but <laughs> we, no one knows how funny yeah. I am. So how do you could... <laughs> Is there a translation for thoughts for your gal pal in German? Thoughts from your gal pal. Oh I know my I didn't gosh. really. Gedenke von deiner Freundin. Oh, but, it's tricky, but it's tricky because dein Freundin can, deine Freundin is either your girlfriend or just your friend that's a girl. So you have to be careful. So maybe you would say like, Gedenke von deiner Freundin von dir to clarify that you're not like. My I mean, romantic party. Yes, well, thank you so much for <laughs> this very, very winding conversation today. This was fun. I'm not going to edit any of it. I'm just going to put it. I had fun. I'm just going to cut the end at <laughs> the beginning, and that's going to be it. So, thank you so much for your participation. <gasps> Thanks for your time, Clara. This was so fun, and I will continue to consume all of your media that you put out into the world. Keep it up. Bye.